This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. And I'm your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560, Hour 3. Now, Zoe Warren joining us. He is host of the new American Magazine program, 2A for today, plus does all sorts of other things. Zoe, welcome to Rush to Reason. Thank you, Mr. Rush. It's good to, be, it's good to meet you. Good to no, be I appreciate it very much. Thank you for joining us. And uh, the first time you've been on with us, but I appreciate you being here. We have a lot of folks on from the New Americans, so thank you for what you're doing there as well. Let's talk about gun rights and the fact that uh, the uh, the gun right diet, I should say, keeps trimming the fat. And you know, they just keep, you know, Zoe, you know this, they just keep taking a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. Before you know it, the whole pie is gone. Yeah, well, I'm thankful for Bruin. It was, uh, it was, uh, Bruin is like you roll up the paper and smack the dog on the nose and te- te- trying to teach you to stay away from the table, you know? Yep. <laughs> yep. The Bruin decision has done a lot of good things for us, and I'm excited about it. It seems to me that common sense is returning, and it has to come by the hand of the people that did the, 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 uh, the trespass in the first place. The Agreed. National government, the federal government. So, so explain what that ruling was, what it does for us as gun owners. And, you know, those of, you know, even if you're not a gun owner, there's a lot of folks out there that still believe in the Second Amendment. You know, I'm, I'm one of the gun-toting, you know, what the left would call fools, but I'm proud of it, Zoe, and I'll say that all day long. And I believe highly in the Second Amendment. I think the Second Amendment keeps all the other amendments in check. Absolutely. I mean, without the second, you won't have the first. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, so talk about that. You know the ruling and, and, and you know what that has done for for us as gun owners. Well, a federal appeals court actually came to the defense of a, of a man in Texas who was found with a rifle and a pistol at his home. Now, the way that the federal law, they, Congress is always writing laws that are not pursuant to the foregoing powers that are written in the Constitution. Right? right. We have enumerated certain power to them, and they'll. Write whatever they want to write, and if we let it happen, it'll just keep happening. Right. right? Well, thankfully, the Bruin decision has given our Supreme Court the, the, the right shot of constitutionality that needed in, in regards to the Second Amendment, because the Bruin decision essentially said that you have to interpret uh, laws concerning guns in the way that the original, consistent with the national uh, historical tradition okay. of firearm regulation. And so... That historical tradition looks like, for instance, Vermont in 1792. It's in their constitution. We don't, they don't even permit guns there because you can just carry and keep and bear arms. You don't have to have a license, okay? <laughs> and because they don't write permits for it. They don't, they don't give you permission to carry. It's God-given. It's already given, so yeah. That, yeah, so that, that, that is the, the, the historical reference uh, to the actual writing of the Second Amendment. So it's an originalist interpretation. So with that said, 
the appeals court, when they looked at this guy's case, they said, hey, listen, you know what? The, the, the national government did not have the authority to make a law saying that if you had a restraining order placed on you, that you can't carry a firearm. I mean, on its face, just the, the actual law preventing him from carrying a firearm at all it, or owning one is absolutely unconstitutional. But the reasoning for the prohibition is also unconstitutional. So um, they reversed the ruling of the lower court. Of course, the DOJ doesn't like that. I mean, uh, all of the uh, leftists in the, in the country don't like that. Right. But the reality is that uh, you could essentially, for instance, call uh, the cops on your neighbor for, you know, recording you with a video camera, get a restraining order placed on your neighbor, and that restraining order would not only uh, prevent them from taping you, but it would prevent them from being able to own a firearm. Yeah. Similar to, so, and we, we have these in... Colorado, because we have a bunch of nut jobs that run things here. We have, you know, we have, you know, one of the few states in the country that has red flag laws, and they're very much uh, what you just said a moment ago. All it takes is one person saying, "Hey, that guy John Rush on air that's a nut job that claims to own guns. That guy is a total right wing conspiracy theory. You know, blah 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 blah. We don't think he should own a gun. We're going to file, you know, we're going to file." A charge to make sure that he doesn't have any longer. And in Colorado, uh, nothing stops somebody from doing that, Zoe. Absolutely. A, a girlfriend, a scorned, or whatever. You know, it, it, somebody who just wants to... That's right. ...to put you in the position. And so like, it's, it's, very, it's very much in line with... There's a crime prevention model that they're using now, which essentially punishes pre-crime. It's pre-crime interdiction, pre-crime penalties, almost like thought crime. You know, because you may do something. It appears that you might intend sort to Sort of like the Minority Report, right, Zoe? Exactly. It's, uh, they have this amorphous idea, like, uh, uh, oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Barney Fife out here is the, the precog, I guess. Yeah. He's going to appear. It, it, it appears that he intended to do something. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we heard, you know, we, we, we heard the president... Tuesday night, really, you know, coming back on this, talking about, quote-unquote, I, I hate using the term because, you know, a baseball bat can be an assault weapon. So I hate that term because they're trying to define something that really it is not. A rock is an assault weapon if you want it to be. So the bottom line, you know, but, but you, you heard him. You, you know, we're going to outlaw assault weapons and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, of course, that's the left's mantra. They can't even define what one is because there's no definition for one, by the way, because of what I just said a moment ago, Zoe. But that's exactly what you're hearing from the left. And you heard that from Joe Biden on Tuesday. Tuesday night. My mom would go out and get a switch. To me, that was an assault. Yeah, weapon. there you go. She'd take off her sandal and toss it at me. It was an assault weapon. <laughs> uh, we, you know, you, you know, what? Have- uh, my, I was, I had a brother, and we, as we were growing up, let me tell you what, Zoe, there was all sorts of things that we used as assault weapons on the two of us, you know, on, on each of us, and one of those <laughs> being a Hot Wheel track. So let me tell you what, there's all sorts of things you can use as an assault weapon. Absolutely, man, uh, and. That's the, the irony of the hypocrisy of our opponents. They, they don't really care about hypocrisy. To them, it's strategy. It, it, as long as it works, as long as it gets the people going, gets them emotional, mm. uh, makes it look like uh, a good argument, it doesn't have to actually be a sound one. It just has to pass muster and cause people to look like you know they're they're doing something or there's a popular movement or something. And so, like it's 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 incumbent upon us to make the case. And then take back the narrative. Yep. Like, yep. we don't need to be concerned with the idea of an assault weapon. Uh, we have tactical hammers, okay? More people are killed by hammers than rifles. Right. So we're not really concerned with that. What we're concerned about is making sure that the people on the streets, 
that are killing people wholesale in, in these Democrat hellholes. I mean, they're like black holes of murder, okay? Yep. Uh, Mogadishu-level murder rates in some yeah. areas. Yeah. Our job is to make sure that we are safe to be able to walk around in our country at any given time that we want to walk around in our country. Yeah. I couldn't care less about what you call the weapon that I choose. What I care about is the fact that you don't have a right to take it from me. Yeah, and here in Colorado, though, you may or may not know this, but we've got a bill that has been introduced and not sure exactly where it's at. I need to follow up on it. But here in Colorado, there's some policymakers that are trying to pass a law here in Colorado whereby if I'm the owner of a quote-unquote assault weapon, uh, there's going to be a ton of limitations on what I can and can't do, where I can actually carry that. And if, by the way, I'm found with that without proof of purchase, in other words, if I cannot prove that I own that, I can't find my original receipt, which, by the way, I don't think I've got any of mine, by the way, because some of the things I've owned have been for eons. I'm, I'm 58 years old. Think, you know, I've been buying guns since I was about 10 years of age, and I'm not exaggerating. So I, you know, do I have receipts from guns that I've owned that entire time? Absolutely not. But that's going to be the law if it gets passed in Colorado, whereby if I am found with a weapon that I cannot provide a receipt for, it's no longer mine, though. That sounds a little ridiculous. As a matter of fact, I think the federal uh, courts have uh, struck down a, I mean, I think, it could be wrong, but I think they've struck down a law that is essentially saying that you have to have serial numbers. So... (laughs) Yeah, and some of the old, and we all know this. Anybody's owned guns, you know, for any length of time, so we know that some of the older guns they didn't have serial numbers on them. If you've got some guns that are from the early 1900s, which a lot of us have as collectors, they may not have one. Period. That's right. You know, there's a lot of policy perversion out there, uh, making unconvicted Americans criminals for expressing their God-given right to keep and bear arms. Um, And so, I'm I'm so thankful though that. We have a uh, an evolution in America, and it's not going back. We're, we're just we're catching we're we're coming back into reality. We're not going back to uh, the history, the past. We're actually coming into our right, into our being. This, this reality. Our founder said it was self evident, mm-hmm. and it's still self evident. You look around the country, uh, places like I mean, even Houston, uh, you know, New Orleans, whatever. It, the, the murder rates are ridiculous, yeah. and some of these places have the strictest gun control policies in the country, like Chicago. And so, what we really have to get back to is is this, this, this understanding that no matter what these electeds do, the, the Alexander Hamilton said it. He said that you know if your representatives fail you, if the, if the representatives fail the constituents, then we can fall back on that original right mm. of self-defense mm. and and so there, there there is no way that we should allow any agent of the crown marxism the aristocracy the elite to, to to take our weapons from us matter of fact we should make an agreement with us okay listen if you take our our, our firearms from us then we're not going to fund the people walking around with firearms for you mm. yeah good point Good point. Again, Zoe Warren with us. Zoe, how do folks find the program 2A for today? Well, if you go on Google 2A for today and type in Zoe, Z-O-E, Zoe Warren, it should come up. But if you go to thenewamerican.com, thenewamerican.com, um, and you click on videos, you'll see my mug <laughs> in one of those uh, uh, little placards there. And you just click it, and all of my episodes are there. Perfect. Uh, thank you so much for having me. No, you're very welcome. Anytime something comes up, you want to come back on, Zoe, let me know. We'll have you back on. 
Thank you, Mr. Rush. You betcha. Appreciate it very much. So, Zoe Warren, again, it is the uh, he hosts the 2A for today, the New American Magazine, newamerican.com. All right, we'll be right back. Gino's Auto Service is up next. They want to take care of you, your vehicle, anything you need when it comes to service and or maintenance on your vehicle. 303-794-6700. Take advantage of Geno's Alignment and Tire Rotation Special for $99.99. Snow has stayed on the ground thanks to cold temperatures, creating potholes and other driving hazards. We all know tires have a way of finding those holes, wreaking havoc on your car's suspension. Also know that an Alignment and Tire Rotation will help get even wear and longer life out of your tires. For over 40 years, Geno's Auto Service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, we'll back up our work with Napa's nationwide peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Don't forget to check out all Geno's Google reviews for a good snapshot of the business. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We are AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Take advantage of Geno's $99.99 alignment and tire rotation special. Some restrictions apply. See Geno's for details. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. All right, up next, it's Veteran Windows and Doors, Dave Bancroft. He would love to help you out with anything along those lines. If you've been thinking about doing something, could be one window, one door, screen door, storm door, you name it. He can do it all. 303-529-0720. You signed with another window company, and now there's a sinking feeling in your stomach. You paid too much, and you didn't get what you really wanted. Veteran Windows and Doors won't accept buyer's remorse. That's because they work on a relational model, ensuring you get what you really want from all the options available to you. When you make a purchase with Veteran Windows and Doors, you'll know it was the right choice because they prove it to you. Not only through their five-year installation guarantee or lifetime warranty, but they also beat their competition's prices by 30 to 50% because they want to save you money wherever they can, even if it's a negligible amount. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want to be the most profitable. They want to give the customer a higher quality product, installation, and to give them what they want at a lower price. Get what you want. Call Dave at Veteran Windows and Doors before you sign on the dotted line. 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Get 50% off in the month of February only when you mention KLZ Radio. Group insurance analysts, if you need help with any kind of insurance, especially health insurance, give them a call. Business insurance. Also, don't forget car and and your home as well. E-GIA.com or call 303-423-0162. Finding the right home and auto insurance can be confusing and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. You need an expert in home and auto insurance to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of home and auto insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs so that you get the right coverage at the right price. GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local, hands-on service that you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Get more without paying more. Not only do you own your own business, but you also manage it, work for it, and run it. 
It makes sense that you're tired of your business running you. Change that with coaching from small business coach John Rush. When you're in that situation, you can't afford to just stop what you're currently doing. You need outside help. Otherwise, you're just putting another job on yourself. John's years of experience as the owner of a small business himself allows him to help you set realistic and attainable goals that change the way you approach your work. When you commit to working with John, he can help you make your business more profitable in six months or less. Email John Rush right now to get your operation running for you again. Set up a free 30-minute consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we're back. Joe, what's going on, sir? I want to give your listeners an update on what's happening here in New Jersey with regard to the the, the Bruin decision, because sure. what happens here happens everywhere. State, it happens every blue state. But uh, first, I want to relay a, a, a life-threatening experience I, I, I survived on Monday. I went to the uh, Pennsylvania State Hunting, Fishing, Camping, and Outdoor Show. It was held in a facility that dwarfs the stock show. I mean, okay. it's it's got to be a million square feet. And John... I must have passed. It might have been five or 7,000 people in, in this facility. And I didn't, maybe I only saw a fraction, but John, I saw at least 200 people carrying exposed oh, firearms. Oh, my word, Joe. How'd you survive? I, I don't know, because, you know, none of them had to get a state-issued permit to do that. So 200 people without a permit carrying firearms in their belts, and God knows how many others were carrying concealed weapons. John, I don't know how I made it I out don't of their either. life. Joe, it's unreal. I, Congratulations. I mean, uh, yeah, it was just the most harrowing, you know, scary experience of my entire life. By the way, can actually, you probably the safest place you've ever felt. Yeah, but actually, you with all those people, you know, armed civilians, John. Um, I don't think a, a crazed gunman would last ten. Uh, seconds they wouldn't. Life. No, they they're not showing up there. Period. Let's just say that. No, I, John. I, you know, again, I saw I saw you know, I'm best guess two hundred people, and I only saw a fraction of the attendees there. Yeah. Yeah. There must have been a thousand people carrying guns wow. in that facility. Amazing, amazing. Um, uh, anyway, one, by the way, uh, serial numbers. And I was doing some checking. Um, I think I mentioned earlier. I've got one gun that was purchased in the fifties and two that were purchased in the sixties, and it was actually today I was doing my inventory. None of those three guns that were purchased prior to nineteen seventy have a serial number. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be an early nineteen hundred. No, no. I've got some that are clear back from the forties and fifties that. And, and probably even the later 60s that don't have any, so you're correct. Right. Anyway, so let me give you an update on Bruin and how the federal government stepped in. So uh, prior to Bruin, both New York and New Jersey, if you went to get a concealed carry permit, uh, their response was, uh, we don't do that, don't bother. I mean, it was literally in so many words, mm-hmm. don't even bother because we don't, we don't issue concealed carry permits. Then Bruin comes along. Oh, okay, well, damn, I guess we have to. So here's 14 hoops you have to jump through. Um, by the way, I, I submitted my application. Now, I had to do five weeks' worth of prelim and background checks and shooting proficiency. I, I had to go to the range and shooting proficiency and digital fingerprints. So I started the process in June of, of last year, submitted my application, I think, on uh, July 16th. As of today, I'm still waiting for my permit to be issued. Hmm. Now, two days before Christmas, the legislature not being happy with the amount of roadblocks they put up, 
they came up with a whole raft of new ones on December 23rd. They included, by the way, the existing law says you can't bring your, you can't drink, you cannot consume alcohol while you're carrying your concealed weapon, right, okay? Right, But they said, but you know, you know, on second thought, not only can't you drink, you can't bring your concealed weapon into any place that serves alcohol, which means your favorite oh, restaurant, if they have a liquor license, you can't bring it in there. Oh, and even if they wanted to, and you can't bring it in any other business unless the owner has affirmatively posted a sign outside the business saying firearms permitted on premises. Now, how many businesses are going to go out of the way to post a sign saying firearms permitted on premises? They're not. They're not. So, and then they said, oh, and, and therefore you can't, unless the owner has posted a sign on the outside of the building saying firearms permitted, you have to leave your gun in your car. But if you're going to leave it in the car, it has to be in a, um, a locked steel container affixed to the frame of the car. Wow. Um, now, a federal judge stepped in on January 3rd um, and, and put, a, put a stay on all that. Yep, good. Injunction. Good. So, um, but that's where they wanted to go, John. Yep, it is. And by the way, in New York State, uh, they said you had to have, I think, 32 hours of training and at an approved, which included at a firing range. In New York City, there's only one firing range in all of Manhattan, you know how many people live in New York City? A lot. Seven million people, one firing range. Do you know how long if just 5% of the population in New York City wanted to complete that yeah, mandatory course? It took you years. Uh, John, you, you would be out in 2027 yeah. before, before you completed yeah. that course. Yeah. That's the type of nonsense. Oh, I forgot the insurance requirement. And you have to have specific gun insurance. Um, approved by the commissioner of insurance if you're going to carry a concealed weapon. Wow. And by the way, uh, all these idiot liberals think that you can buy insurance that will co- that if you start to go wild and shoot people, you cannot buy insurance that covers death or injury resulting from an intentional criminal. Of course not. No, no one's going to do that. Who, who would but be they, dumb they enough they to do that? Well, they, by the way, it, it's the reason because um, any policy that uh, pays off before intentional criminal acts or something goes, it's called uh, it violates public policy. Um, in other words. I want to buy an insurance policy that pays off the people I, if I rob a bank. No. If you drive your car, intentionally run somebody down with your car, or you drive your car through a store window on purpose, your insurance policy, your insurance carrier does not cover that. But these idiot liberals assume that they, if you decide to go on a rampage and become a mass shooter, that your insurance policy is going to pay off. No. There is no insurance policy that you can buy. Let me put it this way. Mm-hmm. There's no enforceable insurance policy that you can buy that will pay off if you decide to start killing people on purpose. Wow. It doesn't exist. You nope. can't buy it. You nope. can't purchase it. No. Nope. Joe, as always, good stuff, man. Appreciate you. All right. Take care, Doug. You bet. Have a great night. Brad in Lakewood, what's going on, Brad? Uh, yeah. This is another example where the Republicans are uh, dropping the ball. Uh, about four or five days ago, I read an article on Breitbart that said uh, Biden wants to make some sort of changes to uh, the reimbursement rate for Medicare Advantage. Now, personally, I think Medicare is a ripoff. But one of the few bright spots is uh, Medicare Advantage. So I call up four or five members of Congress, and nobody seems to know anything about this. Now, as much as the Republicans get blamed for wanting to cut Social Security and Medicare, you, you think the Republican leadership would be all over this. In other words, they'd be on Fox News, Gorka, Hannity. They'd be all over social media. But the Republican Party, uh, a lot of the members don't even seem to know about this. Now, in your opinion, why hasn't the Republican Party addressed this? Is it because they don't know how to communicate 
or as members of Congress, they don't have to participate in Social Security and Medicare, so they don't care. Yeah, my gut feeling is they probably, A, don't know, and I hate to say this, but probably, B, don't care. Yeah, and that's all the Republicans. That's they, part they, of the issue. Yeah, so they, they don't know how to communicate. It seems to me, uh, as a citizen, I shouldn't have to be calling up members of Congress like Scalise, McCarthy, Boebert, uh, Ken Buck, and uh, tell, them, tell them about this. Yeah, we they should. Don't, they don't even seem to know about that, and... Yeah, my gut feeling is there's probably, in, in part of it, you know, not, I sh- should be careful when I say they don't care. It's probably more of being informed and just not knowing what's going on, Brad. That would be my guess. Well, isn't that their job? I mean, why? I'm a, I'm a citizen, and I'm telling them stuff that they should already know about. Well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'll give a little grace where grace is due. There's no way for them to know every little thing that goes on, and it is our job as constituents to let them know those things, pass that information along, and then if they don't do anything about it, we can get mad. But I, I think in a lot of cases we've got to inform them of things because there's no way they can know about the millions upon millions of things that are going on every day coast to coast. Well, I've called like five members in the last three or four days. You think by now at least one of them would have said something You would about think it. so. You would think so. Yeah, and, and, uh, and again, not that you're in her district, but do you call you know Bobert's office at all and let them know? Oh yeah, I called up her office. I called up uh, Ken Buck. Uh, now Ken Buck's office seemed a little bit concerned because she actually took the time to Google it. But, nice. Uh, that's that. That's the only po- real positive response I got. Most people just don't seem to know know what's going on. <clears throat> and one time I called up A back, and I uh, was Thomas Massey had inter- introduced a bill to uh, end the double taxation of Social Security, and all that aid. From AMAC wanted to do is raise age and raise the tax. You might as well have been talking to somebody from AARP. Wow. The response I got at AMAC. And uh, you were talking about recycling the other day? Yes. And uh, I still like to recycle my plastic bags. I, I haven't, I still use my old plastic bags, but. Oh, we do days, too. I mean, as long as, long as I've got them around, we use them for all sorts of things. We recycle them constantly. Yeah, but in the old days, I would take all my bread bags, sandwich bags, uh, vegetable bags, and I would combine them with my King Super Walmart. And I would uh, recycle them that way. And I had some of those. So I asked the clerk at King Super the other day, what happened to recycle bin? She said, we had to take it down. Otherwise, we could find something like $10,000. Oh, my word. For so what? Why, why are the Democrats trying to say they're trying to help the environment? They're not. They're you not. Even... You already know that answer, Brad. Bottom line right. is they're not. They don't care. I agree. And now they're saying something about the Tabor refunds might be taxed. Well... Yeah, there's a big debate going on. I was going to talk about that today. I haven't, I haven't done that yet. The IRS is trying to figure out whether those refunds are – it's not just Tabor. There's all sorts of refunds in lots of different states that are going on that they're trying to figure out whether that, you know, w- what should be going on with that. So for those of you listening – I'm glad you brought that up, Brad. For those listening, do not file your taxes yet. The IRS is even saying specifically don't because they don't know the answer to some of these questions. I've already, I've already filed mine or I've – I've turned in most of them, and then when I get one last form, the accountant fills it out. But uh, So I made a mistake by giving it to my accountant already? Uh, not necessarily to your accountant, but as far as filing them goes, yes, because we don't have the details yet from the IRS on what they're going to tax and not tax. So what happens if I turn my accountant fills out the form and say i got a refund coming back, uh, and then they decide to tax it later? That's a great question, but there's an article out on CBS News today. IRS tells millions of Americans in 22 states were one of those to hold off on filing your taxes. So uh, 
if I've already turned mine in, there's there's really not much you can do. No, you, nothing you can do at this point. Just wait and see what happens. I mean, you, what would happen is if you didn't claim your Tabor refund as income and they're going to claim it later that it's supposed to be, you may have to make some adjustments on that. I'm guessing you'll get some grace on that because you didn't know on the front side what's going on. But uh, and, and again, I'm sure they will spell all that out. And whether or not they rule on that one way or the other, I have no idea at this point. Well, I still have one form to fill into my account, so I'll just ask her when I uh, bring it in. Yeah, at this point, uh, you know, for all of you listening, I would wait as long as possible. I know some of you might have refunds coming, which, by the way, I'm not sure why, because if I were you, I wouldn't do it that way. I would make sure I'm writing them a check, not giving a check back, but that's just me, because I don't want the government using my money any longer than they, any longer than they need it. That's my feeling. And they, they're saying a lot of the problem was that they called it a, a, a Colorado cashback instead of a Tabor refund, and if they would have just called it a, a mentioned Tabor in the letter poll it sent out, None of this would have been happening. And technically, it's a Tabor refund anyway, so uh, it's taxes you've already paid. So I'm not sure why that would be considered income when it's taxes you've paid. So mine was only $750, so at the most, you just had to pay a little bit of tax on $750. Yeah, and and I'm guessing that'll come down to not be taxed because, again, it is a Tabor refund. It's taxes we've paid. Now, I guess maybe the thing they could look at, Brad, is are you somebody that got a refund that never paid in? I, that That's probably another question for them. I, I don't have the answer to that. No, I, I pay a tax on my pension fund and my uh, stuff, stuff. My father left me in a will, so I uh, I do pay taxes, too. No, no, no. What, what I meant is just that average person that may have not paid in that still got a Tabor refund, not not you specifically. I see. Because there are some people out there that are net tax receivers that probably still got a Tabor refund. That's probably what the IRS is looking at, trying to figure out, wait a minute, if you're somebody that never really paid in, but you still got a refund, is that income or not? I'm guessing that's where this is headed, but I don't know that for sure. I see. And did you, uh, a while back there was some uh, video on uh, Facebook, and it seemed extremely credible. And this woman was saying the real reason they uh, wanted to drive up the price of uh, eggs was she was claiming that, if you made the mistake of getting the vaccine, and then you would eat eggs, it would neutralize. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's all. I I don't believe any of that, Brad. That's all nonsense. That's conspiracy. I don't believe that for a second. Yeah, I just wonder. I, I, yeah. I was no. saying. And I'm getting emails and stuff on that, and I'm I'm sorry, folks. I don't believe that. Sorry, no, wrong. Okay, well, that's about all I have for I appreciate today. it, Brad, as always. You're always a great call. Appreciate you, you calling and having a chat. We do that from time to time, and I appreciate it. Extreme Auto Repair is next, folks, and they want to take care of you, your vehicle, make sure that you're on the road, uh, safe, sound, don't have any issues, and we've got more weather, it sounds like, coming in the first of the week, so make sure that you're ready to go for that as well. 303-841-1071 or klzradio.com. Winter is brutally hard on your vehicle. Extreme driving conditions happen every winter, and from maintenance to emergency repairs, you need a shop that you can count on. Colorado winters are hard on all the components of your car, especially with the fluctuating temperatures. So you want an expert diagnosing your vehicle. Extreme Auto has six master mechanics, all dedicated to properly evaluating any issues and getting your vehicle repaired correctly, quickly, and without anything you do not need. They also offer their customers both towing services and free loaner options, so you always have a vehicle to use and a way to get around. Whether you need regular maintenance or have an urgent need, you can trust Extreme Auto to get you back on the road. For the right maintenance and repairs to prevent serious issues with your vehicle, call Extreme Auto Repair this winter for service that you can rely on at klzradio.com slash extreme. Set up an appointment today. Call 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. 
Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Call them today. Any need that you have on your HVAC or any electrical problem, 720-526-0231. You just found out that you need to replace your furnace, and you have no idea where that money is going to come from. Relax. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has peace of mind financing with low monthly payments and interest as low as 0%. Financing is available no matter what kind of service you need and is available via your technician so you can get what you need done faster and easier than with any other company. The replacement you need can be affordable and stress-free for you and your family with a culture of service, excellence, and growth. Absolute is committed to your satisfaction. They ensure that with their Absolute guarantee. You deserve to be at ease. Ask about your financing options when scheduling any service with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, up next, High Five Plumbing, easy number to remember, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Keep that handy. Any plumbing need you have, that's the place to call, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbers are not your average plumbers. The culture of teamwork, support, and positivity means that every call ends in a high five. High Five Plumbing wants your applications because they are currently hiring plumbing technicians, plumbing apprentices, plumbing installers, warehouse and delivery positions, customer service representatives, dispatch, and marketing roles. High Five wants their employees to feel valued, and they offer competitive benefits to prove it. Team members enjoy benefits including full medical, vision, and dental packages, 401k options, unlimited time off with approval, maternity or paternity leave, paid time off, competitive pay, and bonuses. Work with a growing company, make an impact on your local community, and help people when they need it most. Visit HighFivePlumbing.com slash careers to apply or fill out a contact form at klzradio.com slash plumbing to learn more about current opportunities. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends in a high five. Premier Home Remodels. Again, anything you need when it comes to a remodel. You've been thinking about a kitchen, a bathroom, a basement refinish. You name it, they can do it all, including full home remodels. Premier Home Remodels, 720-619-8773. Brian Prendergast, owner of Premier Home Remodel, says that he works with integrity because there's no other way to go. When you choose Premier Home Remodels for your bathroom, basement, or kitchen remodel, you get transparent prices, communication, and progress updates every step of the way. Before Premier, Brian worked for another remodel company that overcharged for labor, marked materials up to 30% above market value, and frequently ignored building code. That's why Premier Home Remodels will never sacrifice what they believe is right just to make a profit. No markups, no unexplained fees, and no cutting corners. Everyone stepping foot in your home is fully insured and has 25 to 30 years of experience in their trade. Premier proves their integrity with a full inspection on the work and a warranty on labor of up to one year after completion. Call Premier Home Remodels now at 888-679-0288. That's 888-679-0288. Get your custom remodel done with integrity. Mom, why is it so cold in the house? Is the thermostat broken? The Public Utilities Commission approved another rate increase, and I can't afford the bill. Colorado families are struggling to make ends meet. It's time to hold the Colorado Public Utilities Commission accountable and take the burden off our families. 
don't get cold feet. Turn up the heat on the Colorado Public Utilities Commission. Visit nomorerateincreases.com to make your voice heard. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back, and somebody called in from Wyoming asking what Tabor was really quick. That is the Taxpayer Bill of Rights, and there are stipulations around what the legislatures can do when it comes to raising taxes. That's why in Colorado we have a lot of fees instead of taxes, because they can get around Tabor with a fee where an additional tax has to be approved by the voters. In, in essence, that's what Tabor is here in Colorado. Scott Garlish joining us now. Scott, welcome. How are you? Hey, John, I'm well. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for joining me. And real quick, I want to get this out of the way because I've had several people, and I sent you an article yesterday where there's some, and as always, I know there's a lot of folks out on the Internet that can do all sorts of different things. They can say all sorts of different things, but there's some rumors out there that the banks are in bad shape. They're going under. The financial system in and of itself is just not solid. There's going to be a run on the banks. When that happens, watch out. What say you? That's not the case. That's what I thought. But actually, banks are in pretty good so, shape right now. They've actually made really good money over the last several years, correct? <laughs> yes. And the story, the story that people, look, people jump on these stories because it scares people and it, it draws them in to see what, whatever they're trying to tell you, whatever they're selling. I mean, what's, what's really Well, and when it comes saying, to even the videos on YouTube and so on, yeah. Scott, people forget they're making money every time you watch that video. So the reality is the more they get to watch, the more money those guys make, correct? Exactly. It's all about clicks. I mean, what would really be effective, what I think is really useful, is to say, hey, this is happening, but here's a way to protect yourself. I think a lot more people would be interested in clicking on and watching all of that. But these guys realize, you know, if you're talking about interest, or I'm sorry, if you're talking about inflation, for instance, people are going to be much more interested in clicking on something that says inflation's going back up, whether or not that's really the case. True. Because it scares it yep. scares them. True. And if you tell people banks are going under, it's, they're going to they're going to click on that. They're saying, yeah, yeah, and the re- the reason they're saying these things is because what's happening is banks are slow to raise the interest rate they're paying out on savings, you know, just regular deposits. So what some banks are seeing is they're seeing regular people pull their money out and put them into like money market funds or CDs because they're getting better better payments. So some banks are seeing their cash cushions go down a bit. And so I, I know some of the naysayers out there in the stock market who are trying to make some of the bank stocks go down are trying to latch onto this story and really push it. Uh, you know, because that's because they're short these banks. Right. And so yeah, they, they make money when that happens. Break. Yeah, they're pushing their position. That's right. So the more they can scare people and get others to scare people, the more successful they're going to be. Yep. All right. So, again, I just want to get that out of the way for all of you listening that you're seeing some of these rumors and reports and so on. And for those of you that maybe don't know, it's been this way for eons, really since the Depression, and we had some of the banking regulations come into play. Banks can loan, Scott, make sure I'm correct on this, but they can loan 10 times their deposits. That's what they're allowed to loan out. It's been that way yeah. now for a very long time, correct? Yeah, I, I believe it's about right. And uh, they, get, you know, they have to keep a cash capital cushion of roughly 10%. There you go. So, so that, yeah. 10, that 10 times yeah. is, the, is the factor. There you go. Exactly. And so, again, yeah, it's just, it's, they're, they're people love to hype this stuff because it scares you. And 
They just now look. If your bank is offering a CD at eighteen uh, percent, everybody else is offering a CD at one There's a problem. I'd be worried. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a. But but if it's yeah, if it's right in line with what everybody else is doing, there you go. And, and Scott, the other thing, really quick too. It, 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 there's no doubt that if some of the major banks out there had runs on the bank where everybody showed up one day wanting to get their deposits back, and this is true, by the way, with any bank, doesn't matter if it's a local bank or the big banks, no, there is not enough cash in that bank at that time to supply every single depositor that has money in. That's just not how they do it, and all of us know that. Yeah. And again, they've got to keep the, the financial system up, if you would, and the confidence up, because the reality is, no, there's no bank out there that has all of their deposit money in hand, the cash there. It's just not how it works. It hasn't worked that way forever yeah and this is what bothered me i got a new cold i cannot get rid of this other one uh the fdic insures your funds i believe the number is like 250 250 per account yes yeah but so there's a reason i'm gonna bet most people don't have two hundred fifty thousand dollars in their bank account right they may but you know just just on that alone the fdic's got your back on this so it's your funds are good, um, even if, some, for God forbid, there was a wrong in your bank with $50,000. Your money's going to be safe yep. because they have DIC. So, again, people love to create hype because it creates clicks. Good point. It makes them money. Or short sellers love to, you know, I see this a lot, too, and I've seen this around on Wall Street. Guys who are big short sellers and make money off shorts, they find people to go out and seem like they're really innocent, great guys, just trying to help you out. And they are promoting their position, mm-hmm. and those people are getting getting paid for it. And don't kid yourself. And so the short seller, who's on the other side of all this, he's making a ton of money. Let's talk about the Friday jobs report. Uh, you, you know, really, and, and a lot of folks touted this way. It appeared stronger than what it actually really was. And, and I, yeah. you know, th- there are politicians, Joe Biden being one of them, at the State of the Union, trying to talk about how many jobs are created and. How, how you know how low unemployment is and so on, and a lot of those are talking points for politicians. I will tell you that neither one of those numbers are correct, in my opinion. Yeah, so <laughs> the jobs report, the jobs report's been declining all year, was declining all year long in 2022. Um, in December, we had, it's basically the lowest number of the year. I believe it was 260 to the prior number was maybe in March or April was like 256, so it was right in line. And then all of a sudden, so everybody thought, hey, when we get this non-farm payroll number this past Friday, it's going to be pretty lousy. Well, it wasn't. It caught a lot of people off guard. Um, I believe the number came in at 517, and yep. they were looking for 189. Um, so, you know, that was a shocker. But here's what happens. Every year... You know, uh, the government goes through, the Bureau of Labor Statistics goes through and does a benchmark process on all these numbers. So basically what that bench, benchmark process does is it trues these numbers up. Okay. Um, and it's based, it's based off of U.S. Census Bureau data. Okay. So what the U.S. Census Bureau's data came out and said was the population increased by a million people. So they said the civilian labor force went up by 871,000 people, um, of which 810,000 were employed. So they went back and revised all of these numbers. I believe it was like 10 of the numbers for like 10 of the 12 months last year got revised higher. And then all of a sudden you get this gangbusters number three, four days before the president comes out and right. does the right. State of the Union address. That's right. So... 
for me, I always, I get very skeptical about things like this. And I'm not saying that the White House has influence over something like this. The White House has influence over something like this, believe me. So I get very skeptical about things. I'm very skeptical as well, Scott, because, again, I, you know, side note, and I talked about this earlier in the week, and you know this, but I just want to remind everybody, you know, the way we figure unemployment in this country is about as archaic as it gets, Scott. The the way we poll people and determine what they're doing for their job, it has to be one of the dumbest ways we could ever come up with figuring what unemployment is. So these numbers of three, three and a half, three point four percent, whatever they say they are right now, it is some number they're pulling out of the air because it is not correct. The way we do it at you know, a first world country like the United States of America that has to get on the phone and call people to determine whether you're working or not is absolutely asinine. Completely. It, 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 so the other thing that when I get skeptical of things like this, I like to dig into the numbers a little more. If you go on the BLS website and you look at their report and you start looking at the type of jobs that we, we got over the, from March when this benchmark process mm-hmm. really begins, from March through January, we gained 1.5 million part-time jobs in this company country. Okay. And we lost, we lost 10,000 full-time jobs. To me, that is not the sign of a very strong economy. Agree. And, you know, what I also have a problem with there, to your point of archaic, how you can give a part-time job the same weighting as a full-time job... You can't. You completely can't. You cannot. You know, as someone who runs a business and you're an employer... You take a very different outlook on somebody you're going to hire part time yep. versus somebody you're going to hire full time. That's right. Because you're going to take it's going to take much longer for you to fire a full time person than if you hire a part time person. You just you know you might come in tomorrow and be like, hey, things aren't great. Sorry, see you later. Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah, no part time people, and it's not. Not to be mean to people, Scott, part-time people just don't carry the same clout, quote-unquote, as a full-time person. That's why employers are very careful who they move from part-time to full-time, because they know that even the laws around how they they take care of that employee change part-time versus full-time. So to your point, no, they are not anywhere close to being one of the same. Yes, and so again, the the economy, the, the job gains last year, were decelerating throughout the year. They went out of the year on the lows. And for all of a sudden, in January, three days before we had this <laughs> talk about how great the economy is, now everything's turning around and all this other stuff. Yeah, again, I just I get skeptical. And then when I dig in and I see what's really going on with these numbers, that tells me yeah. things really aren't that great. Yeah. And then the, the, other, the other issue I really have with this and where I think this is foolishness, uh, and if this is something, say, the administration is behind and pushing for to make things look better than they are, you know, what's going on with the Federal Reserve right now? <laughs> the last thing you want is to make it seem like we're adding tons of jobs. When we're not. Because the Fed... That's right. They're going to keep right. raising rates and really making things worse than they need to. Yes, the jobs or the credit data that just came out of the New York Fed the other day for December showed that you know the credit metrics were less than half of what was expected and got cut way in half versus November. And I can tell you why. 
It's because people that are having to pay these credit card bills, they're watching go up and up with interest yep. rates going up. Yep. And it's just they're not making enough money to cover and pay them off and do the things they need to do. That's not a good sign of a of a, or that's not a sign yes. of a good economy. Which the feds, frankly, Scott, should be paying more attention to that than how many jobs we added or lost. So the last thing you want to do is try to go out there and push this crazy strong jobs number on people like it's a really great thing. Uh, because yes, like you said, that is going to make the Fed raise interest rates more. Now, what I thought was interesting about this was every Fed governor that has come out and talked since then, the media has jumped all over and like, oh, my God, the Fed's saying inflation, you know, interest rates going up, blah, blah, blah. But if you really listen to what all these guys said, to a man, they have all said, look, I saw these numbers, they surprised me, but this hasn't changed my outlook at all. We have to see if this is a real trend. In other words, it's all In other words, they know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good point. Scott, how do folks find you, sir? Sure, stansberryinvestor.com. Um, come check out our free stuff. Come check out our paid stuff. We're there to help a little guy. Scott, as always, appreciate you, man. Hope you feel better. John, thanks for your time. You bet you, man. Appreciate it very much. Thank you for your time, Scott, as well. It's uh, it's almost 8 o'clock there where he's at, and we appreciate him taking time out of his evening for us. Flesh and Beck is up next. Kevin Flesh, anything you need when it comes to legal advice or you, you need somebody to handle your case, whatever, the, whatever that is, whatever's going on in your world, give Kevin a call, 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Beck. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is call him right now. 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after your accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Denver IT security for all of you out there that have networks and you want to keep things secure, the cybersecurity end of it especially, make sure that you talk to John Kanata, Denver IT, 720-593-6688. Your business is at risk without the proper protection for your network. Just one compromised computer means hackers can gain access to your entire network. John Kanata of Denver IT Security has industry-leading zero-trust security packages that gives you the freedom of network security wherever you go. Each computer is set up on its own secure network through a process called micro-segmentation, so hackers can't move freely throughout the whole network. They can also provide a team of professionals to monitor for any possible breaches. With Denver IT Security's Zero Trust Security Bundle, you've got a professional watching your back for you. Between their comprehensive security package and a team of security experts watching for suspicious activity, your staff can work just as securely and productively from home, airports, and coffee shops as they do from your office. And you will have peace of mind knowing that you're covered every time. Get network security that works seamlessly by partnering with John Kanata and Denver IT Security now. Call for a consultation today at 720-593-6688. 
That's 720-593-6688. Or visit klzradio.com slash security. Golden Eagle Financial, again, you, you, Scott's a great guy, gives us lots of advice, which I appreciate. But if you need direct advice in your world as to what to do with your investments, talk to Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128. Maximize the full potential of your nest egg. Discover what a meaningful retirement means to you with a fresh look at your retirement plan from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al will help you explore what's important to you in retirement. By understanding what you're going to spend your time doing, Al can create a projection of where your finances are now and where they need to be. Establish your priorities for retirement that feels purposeful to you. By tailoring your plan to accommodate what matters most to you, have confidence in the longevity of your nest egg now with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. That way, when you finally crack your nest egg open, you can use it to lead to the fulfilling retirement you choose. Call now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Charlie wants me next week, and I will. Um, I will do my best on this. I should be able to make this happen. Uh, I will do a segment and even see if I can't find a special guest that could maybe explain things a little better on how the actual unemployment numbers in this country are figured. Now, in the meantime, you can Google it and look it up. There's an entire page on the government's website that is dedicated to explaining how this works. It's not that complicated. I would encourage you, go read it, because it is not what everybody thinks. And I will tell you, before starting this show years ago, some almost 10 years ago, I did not know how unemployment was figured. I thought it was done off of employer reports. It is not. It is a convoluted, in my opinion, mess of a way as to how we do it and can be manipulated many, many ways to make it come out the way they want it to, not what the actual real numbers are. So go look it up. You'll know exactly what I mean by that. All right. Don't forget, first hour plays next. That was Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.